Hi, I'm Lisa Eddy, your host of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast, where we reveal and explore both modern and ancient beauty secrets so you can radiate your true power and beauty both inside and out. Hello and welcome to another solo episode of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you today and share this episode on why self-care isn't selfish. I think it has a bad rap. I'll be explaining here what true self-care is, what it is not, and why it's essential and how to incorporate and implement self-care practices on a regular basis into your fully booked, busy lives. This is very different mindset for many, and especially those of a certain age or era. For example, I was born in the early 70s, and here we are in 2020 with this finally becoming more talked about and understood and practiced and even accepted, I'd say, on a grander scale just in the last few years. I think we actually have the 2020 shutdown to thank for that piece. There's a gift or a blessing in every crisis. Like for my parents' generation and former generations did not get this piece at all. So I'm really happy to be speaking on it because I often joke that I am the queen of (laughs) self-care and being an esthetician, a former skin and body salon owner, a woman in wellness and fitness, really estheticians have been practicing leaders. They've been leaders in teaching and preaching self-care forever or what it feels like forever to me because I've been an esthetician for 25 years. As many of you know, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And now you know. (laughs) So that all said, what is self-care? Self-care is taking like truly taking care of yourself through practicing rituals It is prioritizing your needs and your well-being, and sometimes your needs and well-being need to trump the needs of others. Think about the word well-being. This is about being well, truly being well and doing what it takes for you to personally be well. That is the other gift that we received from the 2020 shutdown and this crisis that we've been in is that we're realizing the importance of our mental health, our health, our wealth of these values. We can't really help and serve others when we are not really doing well ourselves. You know, it also can mean saying yes to what is in alignment for you, even if it is disappointing others. In fact, when you have to choose between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, always choose disappointing someone else. You are not responsible for others. You are only responsible for yourself and you need to live with your choices. When you do this, you give yourself the message that you matter and that you are worth it. That is a way to take care of yourself and to show others how you want to be treated and to affirm for yourself and others what you deserve. So these are true acts of self-care that foster self-worth and self-love because I love and value myself. I take the best care of myself. That all said, it is not all bubble baths and champagne. 
or splurging on a meal out with the girls or getting a massage. Sure, these are some of the ways we take care of ourselves. Me too. But I'm speaking about the feel-good habits that actually produce long-term sustainable well-being. There are quick fixes that can be great, but aren't really as beneficial. Yes, sometimes we need to check out and have a glass of wine or three or binge watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And these can be valuable for the moment, but then there are the self-care rituals or habits that actually fuel you for the long haul, the ones that seriously rejuvenate your mind, your body, and your soul so that you can be the best version of yourself and do what you need to do in a sustainable and energized way. You know, I realize alone time can be challenging for moms to get to be able to do self-care. I also know I need mine more than others as someone who presents as an extrovert, but is actually an introvert. Like many of you empaths listening here, do you know what I mean? We often need more alone time and time to recharge than others when we're super sensitive beings. So I got in the habit of getting up early like 5.30 or 6 in the morning to be exact, so that I can have my alone time in the morning to set the tone for my day because it's important to me to get these meditations and workouts in and on that I make it a number one priority because I know that I won't be able to deliver to you for the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle podcast or to serve my clients or to be interviewed somewhere else or to deliver in all of the ways I need to deliver both personally and professionally. Yes, there are days where I don't get them in, but they are far and few between. Implementing self-care allows you to be a better mom, a better friend, a better lover, a better boss, a better citizen. When you are filling up your own cup, that is part of the benefit, a huge part of the benefit of self-care is that you are filling up your own cup, not only for yourself, this is why it's not selfish, is this actually preserves and restores your energy banks so that you can continue to care for yourself and others and enjoy the process more so that you don't build resentment when you're doing something for someone else and not for yourself, for example. This is essential also if you are a caretaker, a mom, a business owner, a healer, or a high-level leader or executive. I know many of you listening here fit into more than one of these categories. It's also essential when you're going through a particularly demanding time in your life. Sometimes you need to up your self-care to be the best version of yourself in any given moment. So how, how do we do these? How do we incorporate and implement these practices? Some self-care requires planning and some we can just drop right in, in a moment's notice. Of course, we need different things at different times. So listening to what we need is key. What is also key is consistency so that you are continuing to fill up your cup to feel good. And there is nothing more important than you feel good. Here are some of the ways I take care of myself to stay feeling energized, content, and ready for what life throws my way and what I've been implementing and teaching for years. So I am going to share these with you so that you too can recharge and rejuvenate and plan to make this happen for you. So number one, ritualizing your skincare regimen. I made this the first one because I feel like it's super easy Many of you listening here are into skin and likely already have a morning and night regimen. 
if you're not doing it regularly, I would change that now for multiple reasons, but that's another topic. The one reason we will touch on today is that it is actually the perfect opportunity when you're doing your skincare regimen to really sink into self-care. I've used this tagline for years that skincare is the portal to soul care because it is such a sweet and nurturing and sacred time and way to take care of yourself. And this is a recommended part of your morning and evening routine anyway, as I was saying. So it really is a perfect opportunity. Wrapping habits around something you're already doing or up-leveling something you're doing to make it better is a perfect way to up-level your self-care. You can use this time to call yourself into the moment, to get really present, to enjoy this time for yourself. This is what the French have always known about food and beauty, that this should be an enjoyable, sensual act. It should feel good, feeling your fingers gliding over the surface of your skin, really loving and nurturing yourself. That is part of what really brings you rejuvenation here. And rejuvenation can happen in just a few simple, present moments. Number two, Epsom salt baths. I am a bath queen in addition to being the self-care queen (laughs) and have been known, not joking, at stressful times to take two baths a day because it is so soothing and calming. And it doesn't have to be a long or big ordeal. I know sometimes people think of baths and they go, oh God, you can even just soak for 10 minutes if that's all you have, or you can soak for 20 if you have that, that's great too. And this can still be a total reset. What is more important for you is that you actually do it. And if this is a good one for you, that you do it regularly. It can be a simple part of your evening unwinding instead of, you know, turning on the TV and checking out. If you tune in and ask yourself what you need, you may actually find that what you need is to check in. And give yourself some TLC. And this is one of the sweet ways that you can do that. Number three, walk or nature walk. Walks offer such an instant reset and chill out factor. Even if you're in a city, walks are still typically a nice way to chill out. Unless it's super loud uh, or you know where you don't feel safe and actually cannot relax. They still, the simple act of walking and breathing and moving your arms and your legs releases stress and relaxes the body. Of course, nature adds the extra element of ease and peace that we get from being around trees and wildlife. Oh, and you know what? I love taking walks in the morning as the morning air is actually more highly oxygenated. So that is a great time to walk and do your breath work. Though midday and evening are also great for a little resets. Again, even 10 to 20 minutes can be a game changer for your mood and demeanor. And sometimes you just need a little transition time or a little alone time. This, of course, can also double as your workout if you pick up the pace. Number four, lie down flat. Lying down flat for 10 minutes is actually one of the best ways to calm the nervous system and recalibrate the body. This is such a great and super simple tool when you're feeling really busy, really wiped out, and yet you need to keep going. It's one of those simple, profound practices that snap you right back to feeling better. 
Number five is journaling. This is such a great tool when you find yourself in your head on which I often call on spin cycle, which can sometimes even keep you up at night, which is why I keep a journal on my nightstand and recommend doing so yourself. The more you journal, the easier it can become to gain clarity. I know sometimes when you're not used to journaling or if it's new, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, what do I write? You could even just start with, I don't know what to write. I'm so stressed out or I'm so tired. I can't sleep and just kind of like move the paper on the pen and let whatever words you could just throw up on it and let whatever words come out. And as you start to write, that's where the more clarity will come and kick in and insights. It's like, ask the question and the answer shall come. And it really is such a great way to get out of your head, gain clarity and peace, which is a huge part of self-care. So just to recap quickly, the five steps to implementing self-care. Number one, ritualizing your skincare regimen. Number two, Epsom salt baths. Number three, a walk or a nature walk. Number four, lie down flat. And number five is journaling. I went a little bit deeper on the above five, but I also have a list here that I use personally and also recommend to keep your self-care high and to have a bunch of different options to pull on when needed that I'm sharing with you as well. A call to a special and supportive girlfriend is sometimes one of the best ways we can care for ourselves or guy friend. Let's just say friend. Meditating, sauna, massage, breathing techniques, working out, and prioritizing rest and sleep. Message me and tell me how you take care of yourself. What are your favorite self-care practices? Or better yet, come on over to the Sacred Beauty Collective on Facebook. That's Sacred Beauty Collective. I'll have a master post in there that says, what are your favorite self-care practices? And I want to hear what you like to do. And remember, skincare is the portal to soul care and soul care is the portal to self-love. I'm Lisa Eddy, your host of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast. I hope this episode brought you insights and inspiration to help you radiate and shine with confidence. Remember to subscribe so you receive new episodes hot off the press right when they are released. And follow me on Instagram for more juicy tips at I am Lisa Eddy. Also, for those of you who are really ready to take it deeper and want to get in on some more of my secrets, you're going to want to download this tip sheet I have for you, the seven secrets to radiant skin. You'll find the link in my Instagram bio again at I am Lisa Eddy. This tip sheet is a guide for you. And when you start to use the seven secrets to radiant skin, you will be well on your way to being truly confident and shining through your skin. And that is my mission to reach and empower millions of women across the globe waking them up to the sacred beauty lifestyle, owning their true power and beauty inside and out. So make sure you download that tip sheet from my bio on Instagram and join me on this journey. So you too can get on out there and shine. The world needs your light.